Thank you for joining me today for a brief devotional to start your Monday morning. May your heart be strengthened by the truths you will hear. Good Monday morning. Well, I don't know if you've been anticipating the reunion of Jacob and Esau after all they've been through. Uh, Maybe not, but if you have, this is that moment when all of the scheming and years of hurting and division of two brothers' hearts kind of culminates with them seeing each other again. And it begins in chapter 33, and it says it, it's, it's right after Jacob has had this complete surrender of heart to the Lord where his name has been changed and his destiny clearly defined. It says, And Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, Esau was coming and 400 men with him. Now, I don't know about you, but if I had stolen somebody's blessing and looked out the road and saw them headed my way with 400 men, I'd be scared. Uh, So he divided the children among Leah and Rachel and the two female servants, and he put the servants with their children in front, and then Leah with her children and Rachel and Joseph last of all. He himself went on before them, bowing himself to the ground seven times until he came near to his brother. This is so beautiful, but Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him. And they wept. I think it's very interesting that this situation happens after we read of Jacob's wrestling with God. After his complete and total surrender to the Lord. Then something supernatural not sowing and reaping, not what he deserves by his actions in any measure, but something miraculous happens in the heart of his brother. Proverbs 16, 7 says, When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies live at peace with him. What I don't know and what isn't recorded, even as you read the rest of chapter 33 and their exchange with each other, you know, Esau kind of asks him questions about all the stuff that he sent to him and where it's all come from. But it doesn't tell us anything about the change of heart in Esau and how he got from just a few chapters ago being a man who wanted to kill Jacob to a man who is now hugging his neck and weeping. Did it happen through the years? Did it happen on the journey? I don't know how it happened, but I do know this. I know that Jacob was a different man. And when we surrender to the heart of our God, then even the things that we've sown to the flesh, God can, it gives God the, the right back, the, the right back to bring the blessing. 
and to put us back into a position to be able to receive the blessing of God. Where even the things that were sown to the flesh, once surrender comes, once salvation comes, it doesn't mean there might not be residual consequences to choices. I know that. But there can also be supernatural blessings that are completely make no sense in the natural. Because in the natural, this makes no sense. But it does follow the surrender of Jacob. Where God could even make his enemies be at peace with him. I go back to the lesson last week to bring it back in here. There may be a relationship in your life that is severed that may still be held back because of surrender. I don't know, but I'd be curious about that because that's what's coming up in my heart. This was a supernatural reunion. The only thing that was recorded was what happened to Jacob. And Esau comes back a different man. We give God access to every area of our lives with surrender. Even our enemies. Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. That means relationship. That means covenant relationship. And in there it says, I will make a table before him in the presence of his enemies. Relationship with Jesus affords us. Even that. Do not run from surrender. I will say it as I've said a thousand times and probably will say it a thousand more times in this lifetime. Nothing is ever lost in surrender, but much can be missed without it. If your heart was encouraged today, please know we have many other resources. You can discover all of them by visiting us at reclaiminghearts.org.